0: this is the fly moto 60 show presented by maxis tires pro taper and get data on PulpMX.com. taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host steve mattis
1: yeah. welcome everybody fly racing moto 60 show live 12 noon Pacific, January 11th, Anaheim 1 in the rearview mirror. Houston Supercross round two. Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series coming up. Lots to talk about, man. Dan Truman and Paul Parabinos will join us today. And so will you. 702 586 7857. You will also call in. We are going to go give away a Fly Racing Toxin helmet today to a lucky caller. And maybe some Pro Taper stuff and maybe some Get stuff. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about whether it comes to uh, the Malcolm Stewart getting a JGR fill-in ride, whether Justin Barsha can keep this up, Eli Tomac's shoulder issue that he's got going on, and uh, much, much more, everybody. Again, I'm Steve Mathis with me, producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls, deciding pretty much everything to do with this show. Everything.
2: The Tis Legendary. Hey, Steve. What'd you think of A1, bro? Uh, it was quite enjoyable uh, Shane McGrath was the only thing that I Kudos to him But he was the Why? only thing that No, what I'm saying is That was the only thing that made it boring Was because he just took off And other than that, everything was fantastic He just did too good of a job can is what you, I'm saying
1: Can you believe Can you believe Eli Tomac is in the same
2: Situation <laughs> that he was last year The guy's got a knack for it, I tell you what He's, <laughs> got, it, he's got it nailed Do you think Dungey was in his head Oh, Your for, guy Dungey, uh, for sure. He's just like he saw the 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 KTM up front, and he just thought, oh well, clearly they're. Better no, he was than I leading am. when he crashed, or you know whatever. He saw no. Dungey in the crowd. In the crowd, <laughs> he was there. Yeah, I saw him. Oh, you did? Yeah, and I didn't go over and say anything because I was a little starstruck still, and I was like, yeah, I don't really want to. Where'd you see do him that. at? He was just at the KTM truck. Oh, okay. Oh. In there inside, and I did my table thing where I just didn't do anything. I just walked on. So that's fun. All right,
1: fantastic. Um. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. Dan Truman, Paul Parabino coming up to uh, talk all about what happened at uh, Anaheim and what's going to happen this weekend in Houston. Protect your noggin with what the professionals use, like Weston Pike and Blake Baggett and many others. The Fly Racing F2 Carbon Forge helmet is crafted to here to strict safety standards and utilizing the MIPS technology. While incorporating a Kevlar shell construction, Kevlar, the same stuff used in bulletproof vests, with five colorways plus a pike replica, you can pretend like you're headed to the outdoor nationals, even if you're a weekend warrior stuck at your desk during the week. Ride safe, ride smart with Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, also, to Pro Taper, speaking of JGR, Malcolm Stewart will be running the Pro Taper products. It is JGR Suzuki, as will the Geico Honda team, as will the Rockstar Energy Husky team, and worldwide as well as that. The Fusion Bar, the 1 Waffle Grip, Twister Throttle Tube, Micro Bar, just a few examples of how ProTaper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way that we all experience riding our motorcycles, protaper.com, from Bradshaw to Jason Anderson, those guys have been there for everybody, also to get... Get, get. Hey, this is factory-level products for your production machine. Uh, Justin Barcia and Cooper Webber are, are using it, as well as the uh, JGR guys. The, the LCGPA, the new launch control system developed by the Get Engineers, together with top teams all over the world. It's that little orange box you see on the front fender. And like I said, it's factory-level electronics for your production bike. And uh, we, uh, we thank those guys, as well as Maxxis Tires. The King, Jeremy McGrath, uses Maxxis Tires. You know that Maxis delivers the best tire for your bike, but did you know that Maxis offers high-quality tires for your car, light truck, trailer, ATV, mountain bike, and much, much more? Maxis tires will let you hook up, pull the whole shot, and beat the competition in any terrain or conditions. Maxxis.com. We thank those guys as well. Uh, McGrath's doing some work for them. And uh, I think we'll probably have time have them on the show at some point um, to see what's up. And, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. So what do you think Mookie's going to do? Where are you at with Malcolm Stewart uh, on the JGR Suzuki? 702-586-7857. Give me a call. Tell us what you think. We're going to give away a pro taper twister throttle tube. Breaking news on the show to a lucky uh, caller as well. 702-586-7857. All right. We got five star. Five star. What's up, bro?
3: Hey, what's happening? How are you in the afterglow of A1? I'm good, man. It was
1: uh, it was interesting. I cannot believe Tomac crashed while well, safely in the lead and hurt his shoulder and he is over a race down now and it is or a race down in the points. It's just it's incredible that the best laid plans of Kawasaki of Eli and everybody else just go to poop just like that 7 laps in.
3: That's why we tune in every week. Mhm. It's amazing. So I was I was on um I want to say it was no, it was Racer X uh, today, and I saw what what Pingry's doing with the the factory bikes. You know, look around the pits kind of deal. Yeah, that, that's a really cool thing, huh?
1: Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, good job for Ping for doing it. He did it on Friday uh, at the track, which is which is way better than race day. Everyone's a little bit more relaxed, you know. So
3: yeah, and ba- one of the things that really stood out to me was um, when he went over to Coop's bike and he saw the get data acquisition mounted. Really, where the front fender and the number mm-hmm. plate meet. Yeah, uh, so he can see on the start line where his RPMs are at. In, yeah, you know, in relation to everyone else with all the noise and everything. That yeah. was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's really neat. You have so many bikes around you, and there's an ideal RPM for these bikes. And what this get get deal does is lights up at the right RPM to let the rider know that that is where your hand, your throttle position, needs to be off the start. I mean, when you think about it. It's everybody around you, and you don't really think about it much. You kind of just go by feel, but the get thing is precise, and let you
3: do exactly as you want it. I mean, it seems like such a no-brainer. Why wouldn't why wouldn't everybody do that? Um,
1: the, some of the OEMs have it. They have it tucked up behind the front number plate. They have their own systems from Japan, uh, their factory yeah. systems. Then they have the light in different spots. Honda had it on the front fender where the get is. Uh, Cali yeah. had it down by the triple clamps, right behind the front number plate. Uh, JGR had it in different spots. Everybody kind of tries some different spots on where the rider puts their um their head. You know, uh, when they're starting and where their eyes are.
3: So, yeah, I I knew nothing about get until today. And I did a little bit of research and it it looks like an awesome thing. I mean, it's really cool. And uh, kudos to Ping For doing those videos, he does a great job
1: Yeah, I know he does, Ping does a great job for Racer X, And, and even when we have him on Pulp and everything else um, No, the Get thing is used Worldwide by many, many teams They've they've got a ton of world titles and it's kind of it's Been over here for a little bit and a little bit More of a push the last few years in America But it's top level stuff, man Like I said, it's, it's exactly what The uh, factory teams are doing And it's available t- for Dubai and, For example, they have a second injector that they can also sell you And you can put in, like Cowie comes stock with it but the other 250 fs don't so they have these second injectors they can you can buy um, and uh basically get you know factory electronics on your production bike so if you're serious about racing and and you're at a high level then you got to get this get stuff i love it keep right, it man. up keep it up the good work man thank you appreciate it thanks for calling uh all right everybody fly racing moto 60 show we're gonna give away a toxin helmet give a twister throttle tube from uh from the pro taper guys uh paul parabino coming up later but to talk about anaheim to talk about houston And much more is Get, Mr. Get himself. Dan Truman, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good.
4: Yeah, we had a good weekend in Anaheim with with Justin Barsha filling in and and putting us on the podium. So, um, you know, 450 podiums are hard to come by. So it it was a good weekend for us.
1: Do you, and that leads me right into, and we'll talk about the Get stuff in a little bit, but I want to talk racing first. So is Barsha for real? Like, we've seen weird stuff happen at A1. But he was fast in practice. He won the heat, third in the main. Like, is this – like, I'm not saying he's going to – like, if he just stays in the top five, that is a huge improvement from where he's been in Supercross. Do you think that's what he does, or is he even better than that?
4: Yeah. Yeah i I was surprised as well I mean we've heard that he's going so fast in the off season, but we hear that you know from everybody yeah. uh, their practice tracks, so it's really hard to judge but the uh, biggest thing I've seen was his attitude change. you know he made some posts saying that he really you know i think him not getting the ride that he wanted um on the off season really opened up his eyes and um I think I think that was a big change. I think that was something Justin needed to change was his attitude and, and his approach to racing. And uh, it sounds like, you know, at least one weekend that's what he did. You know, like you said, he was fast in practice, fast in the heat race, fast in the main event. And he he didn't really make any crazy moves in the main event. He kind of let Marv go by and, and didn't try to, like, you know, really run in on those guys, the him and Anderson, when they passed him. So yeah. I thought that
1: was good. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. Um, you know, Villeman writes for my column. Villeman writes a column on Pulpumex.com, and uh, just said basically, you know, he was he's desperate. He had no ride, no 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 support, and this is what happens when somebody gets desperate. They try a little harder. That's simplistic, but in a way, maybe not. You know, maybe maybe that's it. That's all. That's all he needed. You know, we always know he's he always had talent.
4: Yeah, we we say that we call it contract here. You know, you see these guys when they're when they're in two-year deals, sometimes the first year they don't they don't really hang it out that much and then when contract times up, you know, they start winning outdoor motos and and things like that. For Justin, I think he just he wasn't getting along with the guys, um, you know, that he was working with and and I just think he wasn't happy mm-hmm. and you know, in any workplace, if you're not happy, you maybe not give it 100%. And uh, I think it, his results reflected from that last year. And uh, I, I was happy to see him up there. You know, I think it was great for him. It's great for the sport that he's back, you know,
1: battling with those guys. So I think it was good. Yeah, imagine the JGR guys. They're probably like, oh, man. Oh,
4: yeah, boy. but you you look at that. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, Pike got fifth, you know, and he wasn't that far behind them. So yep. it, wasn't like, it wasn't like they had a terrible weekend or something. And it was no secret that Justin and the JGR guys weren't getting along last year. So you know, what, if...
1: what I don't get is that he didn't like the Yamaha, okay? And even though he put in some good results, he didn't like the Yamaha. And he signed with Yamaha for this full race deal. And I'm like, and I always said before the season, I'm like, look, the JGR guys are super smart. They know what they're doing. There's a lot of smart guys over there. They're working with Yamaha. Like, how can Yamaha friggin' make a bike that that works so much better? than what he had at JGR. It's still a Yamaha, you know. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe – I mean, he, am, won, yeah. he
4: won on the JGR Yamaha, though, too. Oh,
1: I you know. know, yeah.
4: He beat Dungey straight up a couple times, you know, in those outdoors. Outdoor
1: outdoors, anyways, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, outdoors. So, I mean, like, I don't really – I don't put it against the team. Anybody who's worked with the JGR team, I think that they're awesome guys. And, I mean – I think Paul finally, you know, he'll be on the show later. He got to go to the JGR facility and see their operation. It's it's top notch. Yeah. So I I really don't think it's that. I you know yep. I mean Stu went to JGR and he won right away, and then they didn't get along. You know, like yep. it's just it's unfortunate.
1: But. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Because uh, you know Yamaha was saying, hey, look, because it did things didn't things didn't end well between Yamaha and JGR either. So exactly. you, so you know Yamaha was saying, hey, Justin, those guys don't know what they're doing. We've got a setting that'll work blah, 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 and I roll my eyes at that, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do have a setting that works, you know?
4: Yeah, we're, we're one race in. Yeah, <laughs> Eli, Eli, Eli had his setting he won nine races with last year this weekend, and we all thought he was going to win, so, I mean, things happen.
1: Can you believe that? So the latest I'm getting is uh, he's racing this weekend, and he should be about 80%. He's got some shoulder, you know, bruising or whatever going on, but can you believe he's in this same hole again? Oh, my uh-huh. God
4: it's crazy like we were watching the race and and we just were all in disbelief uh i don't know i don't know what happened he just got some wheel spin and man but if you look at that section benny bloss crashed there mm-hmm. and then uh marvin with like four laps to go he he almost had a big one there too uh, i don't know if they showed it on tv or not but he he came up short where eli did too so i think it was just a tricky section that kind of bit the guys and um you know, it uh, it was tough, but I mean, it's going to make a good series for us.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Gee, you're not one of those guys that I mean. I fully believe Eli can come back from this. You know, where do you yeah, stand I, on?
4: That? I think Eli wins this weekend. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I honestly think he moved right past it. He made a mistake, and then it was kind of a. His shoulder was hurt. It was a freak thing. His pants it uh, looked like his zipper and his buckle might have broke, and he just had a lot going on. I think he was just yeah. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it in, and and we'll move on to next weekend." There's a lot of racing left.
1: All right. So, Malcolm Stewart gets the ride for gets Bogle's ride for at least a couple of races. Um, what you what do you think of that? What do you think of them reaching out and putting him on the bike, and and why not before Anaheim won?
4: Uh, I think that uh, I think it's awesome. First of all, for for both parties, I think it's awesome for the JGR guys to not just let the factory bike sit there mm-hmm. and to and to give Malcolm a shot. Malcolm was putting together his own deal on Kawasaki's. Um, I, I've personally been trying to help him out, and uh, you know it wasn't coming together fast enough to go racing for Anaheim. Um, and I think it was cool that the JGR guys reached out. I don't know how soon they reached out to him. They might have reached out to him, you know, before Anaheim won. I yeah. don't know the details, but. Uh, I think I think it's a good fit. I think I don't know how fit Malcolm is coming into this weekend. That's that would be my biggest concern, um, and not a lot of time on the bike. But hopefully he gets. Uh, I don't see JGR bringing him in for one race or two races. I- I personally think I that mean, Vogel's injury might be a little
1: worse than we think. I think so too, but that, I mean, he at least said a couple of races in his in his interview. Yeah,
4: so. so I would like to see Malcolm in in three weeks. I think that he'll be battling with the guys like uh, you know Tickle and 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 Baggett, the guys he was battling with last year towards the end of the ra- end of the year.
1: So it's uh it's interesting. Big James back with Coy Gibbs. <laughs>
4: yeah, I, I, but that's the JGR guys. They're business guys, and, yeah. and I, don't th- I don't think that they look at that. I think yeah. that they look at, you know, Mal- who's the best guy we could put on the bike right now to help our sponsors, and I think Malcolm's that guy.
1: I might have you know? I, I went with Bowers. Yeah,
4: but Bowers can't race this weekend. No,
1: no, he can't. No, you,
4: in- you know what I mean? So yep. that's that's one thing. You know, yeah, maybe Bowers is the guy, but he needs to go make some money elsewhere. So, right. Um, you know, it makes it tough.
1: Were you going to put Get Stuff on his cowie? When he comes yeah. back or whatever happens, can yeah.
4: we get? Yeah, yeah. we. W- I went over to to the Stewart Farm a, a couple times in in the last month and uh, and tested. We have a new Giddy ECU for eighteen, and um, yeah, we tested and Malcolm was happy. He had an uh, he finally got a race engine and yeah, it was all coming together. But uh, you know, he made an Instagram post today and, and he actually thanked us. You know, for helping him because we did put in quite a bit of effort and hey, we don't blame him. Like yeah, obviously, yeah. we're we're a sponsor of JGR on the on the data side and everything else, but. We don't blame them. Like uh, I want to see these guys get rides and and move up. You know, like it is what it is.
1: So, you happen to see James when you were out there?
4: <laughs> there was there was no James sighting. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to be honest here, <laughs> there was a bike. There is a bike, and it, um, it does have a giddy ECU on it.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um. So how do you think he does? Like how do you think? I mean. He didn't look in great shape last year. He kind of rode himself in there. We saw flashes of brilliance from him—absolutely flashes. Uh, is he a is he a top ten guy?
4: This this weekend, I I have him at thirteenth. That's yeah. what I have him this weekend.
1: Yeah, I think. And I think, I think that sounds about I, right.
4: Yeah, I think he beats. Mm. Um, you know, I think he beats guys like Chad, who got fifteenth last weekend. I think that uh, Bowers is out. You know, that's one guy that could maybe be battling with him. But I think he's a a 13th place this week would be like, you know, a good step, a good step in the right direction.
1: All right. Let's get to Ethan. Ethan, what's going on? Welcome to the show. What's happening. Uh, what's your question for Dan Truman?
3: Hey,
0: I had a question. Um, Justin Barsha, if he keeps continuing on and, you know, keeps doing really well, um, how do you think this is going to affect Cooper Webb? If if Cooper Webb kind of keeps struggling for the next few races, uh, what do you think his psyche is going to be? And, how much is the Cooper Webb stock going to go down? What do you think, Dan? Because something
1: lost in A1 was Cooper Webb did not have a good race. It was not good. So. Yeah,
5: it,
4: it wasn't good. But, you know, Cooper made some mistakes in the main event. Um, at one point, he got passed by six guys in two laps. Um, he went inside before that tabletop section two laps in a row, and they just they ate him up. I, I think Cooper made some mistakes. I I think Cooper... Is good this weekend. I personally think Cooper's in the top seven this weekend, and I don't think it's going to affect him at all. Um, yeah. We got to remember. I don't know how much it was talked about, but Cooper had a really big crash a few weeks ago, um, and I oh, think that. Oh, I didn't a- know that. Yeah, he had a big crash a few weeks ago. Um, you know, we weren't even sure if he had a broken arm or not. So, I think that I think Cooper's fine. I don't think it's going to affect okay. him at all. It's one. It's one race. I think we're fine.
1: And also, too, Ethan, I think that six race deal for Barcia has probably already been extended. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh fa- thanks man. Thanks for the call. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Thanks, 586 Seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call. Uh Fly Racing Moto sixty show presented by Get Pro Taper and the folks at Maxis Tires all on board with us. And you at seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. A few lines open still. Uh Dan, what's the what's the one thing from Anaheim one that no one is talking about? Or very few people anyways are talking about that that you saw. Observed, thought, anything else?
4: I mean, on the on the negative side, I really thought Blake Baggett was going to be a lot better. Um for me, seeing from him riding in the off season and uh, what he came off of last year, I thought that he would be a lot better and, and you know he started eleventh and he got twelfth He just never he never seemed to get in a groove. Um, he was so much faster in practice mm-hmm. than you know all the guys around him, so for me that was that was kind of strange to see him have that race, but the track was kind of easy; they seemed to do that for Anaheim, maybe for good racing or or injuries i 'm not sure. But um, I thought that Blake would be a lot better. Uh, on the other side of it, I think Ken Roxon isn't getting enough credit. Um, yeah he you know he was off racing for a very long time very few people have been off that long and come back and and ride a solid race he had a bad start he was 12th on the first lap and he got all the way up to fourth he didn't make a lot of mistakes um you know he passed some good guys you know seeley and brayton and pike all those guys so i think that that was a very mature ken roxon and and it was exciting to see because we all wanted to see the fairy tale tale story where he comes back and wins but you know, I think a fourth was a really good start for him.
1: Yeah, he was good, man, and he was so far back. So it was surprising how easy he moved by some of those dudes. First race in so long, right?
4: Like, Yeah, and, and then, you know, qualifying, it was good to see him. You know, he, he was fastest qualifier at, at one point. I don't know if he ended up getting it or not, but um, it was pretty cool to see, you know, and um, I've seen him practice in the off season, and I didn't know how he was going to be because it's usually just him alone on a track, and you're like, right. oh, he's awesome. Right. But, you know they're all awesome by themselves. So, uh, for me, it was good to see him. He never rode over his head. He never really seemed out of control, and he just took a fourth place, which is something we always say. Oh, Ken always just tries to win every weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I think for me, that was really good to see, and, and hopefully he can build on that.
1: I think he wins this weekend. I do. I think. Mean, yeah, it's, it's possible for yep, sure. Uh, I, I do. I think he quietly he was uh, he was impressive, and you put him on you put him on top five off the start. And and that could be all that, that we're seeing. You know, he could be could be gone from there. Um, out of the guys that were further back, Freeze was thirteenth, Bowers fourteenth, he won't be there this weekend again, like you said, LeMay, seventeenth, uh Bichelia, Tetter, any of those guys catch your eyes?
4: Yeah, I thought Tedder rode great. Um, you know, he switched to the K T M this year and you know, we, we know that he's been he works with Nick Way and, you know, Nick always tells us, Yeah, he's getting better, he's getting better but I really do think he rode good. You know, he rode good in the in the L C Q. Um, so uh, Tetter was good. Bescheglia doesn't have a lot of time on the bike. I look for him to get better each week. Uh, I thought that speed-wise he was he was okay, but I think he'll get better. I think Matt will be battling for top fifteen, fourteen spots, like right right around Malcolm. You know, in a few races.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. It uh, and Hanson too. At some point, will jump in. I think Andy's a main event guy.
4: Yeah, I think right? he's coming back at A two. Okay, uh, I think so. That's what I was told. So but yeah, I mean, it was Ben LeMay rode great, right? Like we haven't seen Ben race Supercross in, in two years. Yeah, um, you know he came back, and um, you know Alex Ray's been working really hard. I figured that he would beat guys like LeMay and Cunningham. You know, so I think LeMay rode good, really yeah. good.
1: Yep. Uh, as far as you, you're uh, obviously your, your main job is with Get and Athena, uh, and you're working hard with that. But you're also, um, I don't know if you're team manager of Team Two, <laughs> Dan, or, or or your VIP manager.
4: Uh, yeah I, what's your title I the, <laughs> my actual title is uh vip so i, I run the vip program for for chad uh, okay he wanted to give he wanted to give back Some. you know it's no secret that he only has a few years left to race and uh and he's funding his whole team himself so uh you know with some sponsors so okay we we ran a vip program uh you know similar to other vip programs and uh yeah it, it went good so and then uh, on the flip side of that, I also do help out with you know other things during the race day. Oh yeah, uh, you know team manager yeah. style stuff and then uh, and mapping. I, I know
3: you were at the truck. One oh, time I love
1: week. it. Tits, tits. Dan is uh, Dan is eating Chipotle, uh-huh. making fantasy picks, dealing with VIPs, and uh-huh. then telling guys to bring their bikes over so we can map them for the main event. That's true. It's, it's fantastic. Like, that's, that's pretty impressive, actually.
2: <laughs> there's it, no I, there's no errors or anything like there's that. There's no
1: huh? one with a wider range of duties than Dan. I think at A1. Right.
4: Yeah, I ended up mapping Ryan Brees' bike, and he, he had, his, I think, one of his best finishes. His mechanic, uh, you know, texted me to say thank you, which most of the time you don't get thank you texts. You just get the, yeah. the text when people are angry. Yep. So it was good to see, you know. But, yeah, in my position with getting Athena, you know, we want to be there to have a representative to, to help out all of the privateers. Most of the factories are, are taken care of. They have their, their guys that, on the teams that handle them. Mm-hmm. But we still want to help the privateers. So, you know, Chad was um, – you know, he was gracious enough to let me use his truck and, and let the privateers come over, and I can work on their stuff, too. So, um, yeah, I wear a lot of hats on the weekend, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, well, it it works out.
1: Let's talk about 2-2. So, uh, 15th for him, probably racing against some dudes that he had no idea who they were. <laughs> um, he rode around the whoops more than, it, as somebody said on the Monday show, he rode around the whoops at Anaheim 1 more than he has an entire year combined. Um, <laughs> yep. But... His ankle's not great it's getting there. Um, what do you think of his performance and how much pain was he in after, and will he be better this weekend or is it going to take a month, or what's your outlook on everything?
4: yeah, I mean coming in coming into Anaheim, he had only hit the whoops I think two times um, you know once for a photo shoot and, and then wanted to just see how the ankle was so i don't I don't think going around him was uh what he wanted to do but the goal was to race the main event so it was to get in and out of the heat and to race the main event so he accomplished that goal mm-hmm. um his personal goals are obviously a lot higher than maybe realistic um you know he he was he was happy with the 15th but once he's yeah. out there he's like yeah. i'm not you know i'm not super pumped on a 15th but then again when he got off the bike after the main event he could barely walk so um he decided to stay in California this week and instead of come back to Florida, he wasn't gonna be able to ride anyway, so he just stayed out there to work with some doctors on his ankle. And uh I think he'll be better. He he came back to Florida today, did a little riding, so I, I think he'll uh I think he'll be better. I don't know that his position's gonna actually get better because those guys that beat him, you look at like Baggett in twelfth, they yeah. were they were quite a bit better. But um I think overall the weekend will be better for him. You know, yep. I, not necessarily the finish, the but, finish. But sure, the riding, sure, Yeah.
1: So, like, I mean, look, it's super hard for you to give us a prediction, but I mean, is this going to take a month before we're seeing Chad battling for top five? I'm not talking podium and wins. That's that's another level, you know, right now that he's not he's not at. But can we get you know fifth place to eighth place, Chad Reed, in a month? Do you think? What's it going to take? I, re-
4: I realistically think once his ankle's better. Uh, which is it is getting better pretty pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as soon as we go Dallas, which is you know, I think five races. Yep. I think I think that's when he's. Now the goal is to battle for those spots that you're talking right, about. Right. Um, you know, he he's got pretty realistic goals right now. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be walking until this week, I believe. Uh, uh-huh. And you know, he's racing a dirt bike, so yeah. um, you know, he definitely isn't getting enough. I mean, yeah, I'm a little biased, but I mean, there's plenty of guys that could be racing out there that aren't as hurt as him, and and they're not racing. So, um, I he thought he'd be
1: I thought he'd be pissed after the race and just be all miserable and said he was more than happy to talk and said he was happy. You know, for all yeah. things considered.
4: I mean, the, the goal, like I said, the goal really from a team point of view was hey let's ride as least amount of laps as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and let's make demand of that. Yeah. Like that that was that's the real goal and I mean I don't think the goal has changed much. Mm-hmm. Um you know, this track this week doesn't look like there's too many whoops, which the whoops are his you know, being his favorite thing his whole career it's kinda it's kinda weird to say that the whoops are what hurt him yeah. now. So um yeah, I don't know. We'll see how the track is this weekend but I, I look for him to to mm-hmm. Get out of the heat race and then be in the main event. I know at one point you asked me if he even makes the main event. Oh, yeah.
1: No, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God, look at him out there. You know what I mean? He was 18th in one practice, you know? And I'm like, oh, boy.
4: Um, what, one thing that is different, at A2, you'll have to be top 20 in times, right? Yeah. Because yep. because of the...
1: 22, top 20, top 22. Or maybe they'll do 18 and have an LCQ. I haven't figured that out yet. Like the yeah. Monster Cup. You know, Monster Cup, it's 18, and there's an LCQ for four.
4: Yeah. I need to I need to look into that. We might need to we might need to find some speed for them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, how come not the Rockstar Edition bike for him? Uh, what what was the thinking behind that? Was it not available? Did he wanna, does he want to Does he want to get one and try one or?
4: Um, I mean, to be honest, he bought his all, all of his own bike, right. so uh, it 's not available for one um, so yeah, i mean we didn 't really have a cho- or okay. he didn 't really have a choice yeah. you know? um, I helped him buy the bikes, we got them from some local shops from some shops you know far away. A lot of people had their hands in helping out, and uh yeah, I mean parts are a little bit easier to get for the uh the eighteen bike so um, i, I don 't see him switching at all yeah uh, the bike the bikes come available I think next month but I think he'll stay on this bike. He he really does like the bike, but then again, he's also not riding it no. to its full potential. Yep. So I think when he starts to ride it um, at a faster pace, you know, start battling with guys, then, you know, we'll see the Chad Reed where he's switching parts. But, right. I mean, th- this weekend it was kind of strange where, like, you know, the clamps never came off. like You know, yeah. none of that stuff that normally happens. So uh, the bike's not the issue right now. So.
1: And then, as far as the get goes, Dan Truman, how's everything going with that? Uh, obviously, like you talked about, being on Barsha's bike, and you're helping the JGR guys out, and uh, you know certainly a lot of our listeners have taken advantage and bought and bought a, a, a whether, whether it's the ECU or the whole the whole uh, device with the with the whole shot uh, everything on it, it's it's uh, one of those things that really helps guys out.
4: Yeah, I mean, for eighteen, we have a a lot of the listeners will be happy we're bringing back the two-stroke cdi so that was a big big push for us something we focused on a lot of so we'll have cdis for the 125 yamaha husky and ktm and then as well as the 250 and then um, the mini bikes as well 85 and 65 and it'll be the same technology as our big bike ecu is um, same software and everything else so uh, that's something that we worked really hard on to get ready for 2018 Mm -hmm. so that that that's really awesome because we do get a lot of questions about people wanting two-stroke stuff and and now now we offer that so
1: yeah um, well, that will be, yeah, be good
4: yeah that part of it's good on the race team side um it's good you know like we said with or like i said earlier with barsha it, it is really good um on the racing side it's expensive you know it's yeah. the stuff we make for these guys you know whether it's just shortened wires or, or this or that it gets very expensive so um, you know, we've stepped back a little bit on the racing side and only helping out, you know, the teams we were already established with, um, and then some private tier teams and smaller teams. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're happy with the product and, and the features, and we just keep moving forward with, the, you know, the technology of the Wi-Fi stuff. You know, tuning your bike from your phone on a mm-hmm. on a race. Yeah, pretty that's pretty crazy. cool.
1: Yeah, that's pretty neat. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I mean, we got some cool. And even stuff the hour now. meters, right? You doing well with? Yeah, those. we got.
4: Yeah, we got wireless hour meters, and then we have, uh, you know, we have a jump starter that you can jump start a car, a street bike, a jet ski, anything, and it, you know, it'll charge your phone. So we're making like some cool little things that yep. are different, you know, just to to have a d- couple different products in the market.
1: So oh, sweet, yeah. Please check it out, everybody. If you're and if you're at a high level, uh, check out the get stuff, man. Like I said, like you can go. It is expensive, but if you're at a racing at a high level for Loretta's or or your local races or everything else, and especially two of the F's, man, you you know. It helps. Yeah,
4: on the the 250F, I've been selling. I actually sold the last second injector kit I had in stock today for East Coast guys because, you know, it it does help. You know, like you said earlier, Kawasaki comes with one and and all the other brands. And uh, we won't mention names, but there's a few brands that are a few years behind on the 250F. And, you know, you can really help with the second injector
1: kit and things like that. So. Yeah, it might be something to come stock on a few years, or what? Right, with these OEMs figured out a little bit.
4: Yeah, I would think so. I, I know that there are some OEMs that have tested it, so yep. it, it's not. The problem is, it's it is expensive. You know, those kind of things cost OEMs. It, say it was two hundred dollars for the OEM to add it to each motorcycle. True. That's, built. that's a lot. That's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. You know? Yep, No. Absolutely. That all comes down into the retail price, right? Yeah. Um. All right, Dan. Uh, before I let you go, give me your winners for Houston in both classes. My winners
4: for Houston, I have Eli Tomac to win the 450 class, and I have Shane McElrath to win the 250 class.
1: McElrath, huh? Yeah, he was a surprise. That's a, that's he was
4: a surprise. He won last
1: year. I know, but he just rode away from everybody. <laughs> the same like, thing you see, did last year. I know, but it was just like, see you later. God, he was good. You I, know? Think you,
4: I think you just underestimate how good he is. Yep.
1: No, I think so. And if he wins again this weekend, we'll be like, ah, what about AC? What about Plessinger? And there's just... McIlrath, who just, you know, doesn't have the his flash.
4: Start, but, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of their starts are good. It looks like Craig got injured, and, you know, he was a contender. Uh, he's going to try and race, but it looks like he injured his ankle. Yeah, I mean, I'm still high on AC. I think AC is going to be on the podium again, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the same podium this weekend.
1: Yeah, probably not. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the time, Dan. Appreciate it. We'll see you this weekend in Houston, man. Thank you. All right, thanks. Take care. All right, see you. Dan Trubin, everybody from Get uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show 702 586 7857. We've got a few lines open. Besides moto gear that we know fly racing kills it at, they've got snowmobile, they've got watercraft, they've got casual wear. Please check them out flyracing.com. Their mountain bike stuff is top notch. I love to use it myself whenever I did mountain bike. Played a tap song right here now for my mountain bike right now. And also, to Protaper.com, Twister Throttle Tube. We're giving one of those away. If you check out that thing and the one-third waffle grip, the Fusion Bar, the micro handlebar, just a few examples of how Protaper continues to push the limits. JGR, Rockstar Husky, Geico Honda, all on board with Protaper. And uh, Maxis, maxis Maxis.com. Please check them out from your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between. Maxis have you hooking up, pulling a whole shot, and beating the competition, one of the world's most trusted tire brands. Maxis delivers high quality tire products that perform no matter what terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the King, McGrath. He's working with the Maxis guys. And uh, I think they got a tire coming out at some point, uh, coming up soon, developed and uh, tested by the King, McGrath. All right, with me on the phone to talk more Anaheim 1 and look forward to Houston from Pro Taper, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. How's it going today? We are uh, good, thank you. Um, what is the biggest thing from Anaheim one that no one or very few people are talking about to you?
6: Um, uh, it wasn't. It, it hasn't been mentioned, but I think um, I think the new the new guys over at Star Racing need a need some credit. Um okay. Oldenburg and Justin Cooper. Um, more so, Oldenburg. I was I was kind of. I've I've thrown his name a bit in the mix because I thought he was very impressive at the end of last season, and I think his results don't show how good he was kind of all day at Anaheim. So um, when we talk about a guy that could maybe be a new winner this year, I Mm -hmm. look, I mean, I would put money on it that he's the first kind of new winner because we've had, you know, we've had Cincerillo and Savacci and McElrath and Craig. All these guys have won races. Um but yep, as far as a new yep, yep. as far as a new guy, like say Alex Martin or Oldenburg, mm-hmm. I think Oldenburg is uh, is going to be a
1: race winner this year. He maybe. was good, man. He was really good. If he takes off a little bit, you know, I don't know what went down with the Rockstar Husky team. Um, that was sort of a last minute thing. They're going to be regretting it because he was he was good.
6: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. So yeah, maybe that would be my mm-hmm. my thi- my thing. That's maybe he's not getting enough credit. And um, Cooper Cooper but, uh, fell
1: early, and uh, or maybe yeah, early ish in the race, and uh, he came on pretty good.
6: Yeah, so pretty good finish for him, and and also the other rookie um, Chase Sexton. You know, I, I I remember the first Supercross Dean Wilson did. I think it was Indianapolis, and he got seventh or eighth. And those guys were eighth and ninth. So um, I think those are good debuts um, to be a rookie. That's a good debut.
1: Yeah, not too bad, right? Uh, let's jump right into the phone calls before we get too far into this, and uh, and I'll ask you more about Houston. What, what you think is going to happen, Aaron? What's happening? You got a question about handlebars?
5: Hey, man, how's it going? First time caller. Oh, thanks,
1: thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it.
5: Yeah, um, I had a question. Yeah, it's, it's pretty broad for Paul. Um, I just recently started riding again and got a 50. Uh-huh. And it um, was just it, broad question because I don't know. I've been listening to Keeper's podcast and everything. Is there a starting point on a bar that I could start with since I don't know what works for me and what doesn't? Um, is there anything that you would um, insist on trying out first and then kind of working from there? How tall are you? I am uh, uh, five five ten.
1: All right. So, what do you think, Paul, for for a guy to start out with a bend, a neutral bend, five ten?
5: Yeah. What? What?
6: Um, I'm sorry. I, what was your name again? And what bike did you have? You broke up.
5: Oh, it's fine. Aaron and I got a YZ two hundred and fifty.
6: A YZ two hundred and fifty. Okay. Um Just a- So, what do you think about your handlebar on your bike right now?
5: Um. I mean, it feels comfortable, but like I said, I'm I'm still learning. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and lie and try to say something, you know. I don't know. I mean, it feels comfortable to me. Um, is it a stock bar but, on the know, bike? I, is it stock? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, all right. uh, yes, it is. Okay. Yep.
6: So, so reason I say that is because um, the kind of handlebar I have in mind, typically to answer a question like what you're asking, is is what we call our SX race bend. Um, it's uh-huh. quite popular, kind of in the pits. It's a it's a very similar um, to the handlebar that comes stock on a on a Kawasaki, stock on a Honda, and it's identical to comes to what comes stock on your Yamaha. Um, so <clears throat> that's why I asked you if you like what you have on your bike now. Um, that's where I would start you, I guess. But if you're thinking, <clears throat> you know, and you're, you're kind of middle range height so i mean the sx race bar is the same handlebar i use the same handlebar dean wilson uses um christophe porcel used it i'm trying to think of some other people but um it's kind of a fairly straight it's there are straighter bars there are bars with more sweep there are bars that are higher there are bars that are lower this is kind of middle of the road that kind of fits a lot of different people so um i would i would push it that way um and then really after that it, it just depends you know once you ride your bike and you figure out what you want if you want more sweep or more height then we can you know you can uh email the pulp show or or, or and see if you can get a hold of me or you can tweet me and i can try to help you steer you better from there um as far as what we have at least at pro taper that can that can help you out
5: yeah perfect yeah, yeah I'm, I'm learning this is all new to me so i don't know what's right and what's wrong <laughs>
1: all right aaron well because you stayed on hold for a while and i like the question we're going to give you a pro taper twister throttle tube
5: that, oh, that's perfect. Thank
1: that'll that'll start off your your quest for for better uh, grip and traction and and bend and <laughs> comfort on the YZ250. So um, that would that's awesome. Thank you. S- stay on hold and uh, Tits will get your information and we will uh, hook you up, man. Thank you.
5: Oh, one last question. Do sure. You think is Christian uh, Craig racing uh, this weekend? I saw the post earlier.
1: Yeah, he's gonna race, but yeah, it definitely was ugly. So he'll be he'll be there. Yeah.
5: yeah. I had him on my list, so we'll watch on fantasy.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Protaper.com, you can get that uh, hooked up just like what he, uh, what Aaron won. Uh, the, next up is... Uh, it's, C- the
6: year of the, it's the year of the ankle, Steve. Really, Everyone's right? Everyone
1: an ankle issue. I know, huh? Cooper uh,
6: Webb and Chad Reed and now Craig and...
1: CJ, what's up, man? You want to talk about Jason Anderson?
0: Yeah, Steve, Paul, how are you doing? What's happening? How are you? Good, thank you. Um, my point is... Jason Anderson had a fantastic ride, and with all the other storylines, I don't think he's getting enough credit to what his potential could be and how serious of a contender he is this year.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I agree. He had a fantastic ride. He, uh, he even caught Marv near the end. I mean, we kind of had him, CJ, as a, as a race winner guy, you know? Um, I, I still I need to see more, Paul, to say like he's a title threat each and every week. He's been up and yeah, down. Um,
6: yeah, I I I agree, with, what, uh, is it CJ? I agree yeah, with CJ? With what he's he's saying. Um, I thought it was a very mature mature ride. Um, and I think we've heard some rumblings of of you know he uh him and Marv. I don't know if him and Marv not getting along is the correct wording for it, but him and Marv's kind of more separation than they've had in the past. And I think that's just a indicator of what jason expects of himself and what marvin expects of himself and they want to they both want to win the title so um i know steve will probably ask me to make picks later but that's my guy to 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 win to win uh houston i think um i think it was a methodical uh calm uh mature ride um also, the same type of ride for Ken Roxon, but I think um, yeah. I think we're going to see a better Jason Anderson this year than we saw last year. Maybe more of a uh, twenty twenty sixteen Anderson.
1: Yeah, remember he had the disnation's uh, injury and, and and all that that hurt him coming into seventeen, you know, and he never really quite got on track. So, uh, yeah, CJ, it was good, and maybe we didn't give him enough credit, and uh, and he'll win this weekend like Paul says, and there Paul thinks, and then we'll uh, we'll all be like, holy shit, he's got the top, he's got the points lead. So,
0: I think so too. I just think there's been. You know all the other storylines. You know, Rockson coming back and mm-hmm. Eli falling. He just kind of—it was a solid ride. He was gaining on Marv, and it just kind of fell through the cracks. I just—I well, think
5: he's yeah. the real deal.
1: I think Tomac and Roxon took most of the spotlight from Marv and Anderson after the race. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like even Marv—no, nobody's talking about Marv that much. It was only Marv's third career. 450 Supercross win. It's not like it's just, oh yeah, Marv yeah. won again. You know, It was just his let's third ca- win.
6: Let's call it fourth. Let's call it fourth. <laughs> I-, I don't know about blowing that yeah. rut in New Jersey.
1: <laughs> uh, you was putting heat on him, Paul. He just, he just... <laughs> uh, Thanks, CJ. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Alright, let's get into some more. Uh, Dan, what's going on? You got a question about Popamex Fantasy. What's happening?
0: Hey, how you doing? Hey, a couple of bud- buddies of mine and uh, my brother-in-law, we all do a little league together, and uh, three of us Signed up for the championship league. My brother-in-law's cheap ass did not. <laughs> However, he still still was saying that uh, he was uh, in the like global ranking. He's like twenty five hundred or something like that in the uh-huh. global ranking. So yep. do you have to pay, pay, pay to be part of the uh, you know. So championship league to still be have that global ranking, or is that just for everybody?
1: No, it's for everybody. We're just I think we're just ranking everybody, and then there's a championship yeah. league that when you pay you get into. But we still want to. Yeah. If you don't pay, we still want to kind of rank you. You know what I mean, and tell you how you're He's doing. R- and then, yeah, if, no, you, if you don't pay ahead. and you're doing really well, you're going to be like, ah, damn it, you know?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, we we uh, decided to pay because since you're doing that this year, just see if, uh, one of us can maybe j- jump in there and win a prize, you know, week to week. Yeah. But, uh or yeah, or hey, you fun, fun.
1: can win a nineteen Cowie Cowie four fifty, no matter how you do. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, that's, that's all about it. Um, now, at the end of the year, as far as your, your rankings from 1 to 99, is that going to be everybody as well, or is that just through the That's championship
1: just league? championship league, I believe, Paul, right?
0: Yep, Yeah, just,
6: yep, you're correct. So that's just, just the championship league. We're going to take the points from Supercross, points from Motocross, add them up, and the guys that are uh, in the top 99 will get that um, their national Pulpamex Fantasy national number.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty sweet, and that's going to be really cool for uh, yeah, leading into next year. So. I think so. People um, will put
1: it in their avatars and stuff, I think. There's the idea. You know, oh, you yeah. get a national number, you put it in your avatar, and then you kind of know. So,
0: Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's going to be sweet. So, yeah, thanks for doing all this, Steve. It's, it's been great, and all you guys' hard work. So uh, You know yeah, what? Just, just
1: because you just kissed our ass, we're going to give you a fly racing toxin helmet.
0: <laughs> oh, awesome. Are yeah. you kidding me? No, oh, no, 30, I don't man. joke about giving away toxin helmets.
1: <laughs> um, oh, man. Stay on hold. Stay on hold. Titsa, get all your right. info, man. Thank you. No, appreciate it, man. No, thank, thank you. you. Uh, that's what we do for people. Palmex Fantasy, everybody, just call in and just tell us how awesome we are. Um,
6: that's a that, that's a cool helmet too. That um that kind of it's their I think it's their mid uh, their lower yeah. end of the price yeah price spectrum, but it's a good looking helmet for the price for sure.
1: Um, speaking of good looking helmets, uh, Kiefer and JT and I ranked the bikes by how they look at Anaheim one. Uh, James Lismore yeah. took some shots. We all like the Yamahas. Uh, Star and Factory Yamaha. What did you like for best looking bikes?
6: Um, you know, I didn't really get a chance to look at much of them, but um oh, to me okay. the the Yamahas do look cool and I, and and the blue rim thing is is gl- growing on everybody and I bet you the XL people are just stoked because I bet you they've had blue rims just collecting dust in warehouses <laughs> somewhere all over the all over the world and now all of a sudden blue's cool and they're just like heck yeah. Yeah. And people are ordering them. So the Yamaha's look cool. The factory Honda's always look cool and clean. I don't I don't like the Wiseco logo on them. That's weird. Um, I think honestly this is gonna sound biased, but I think Jason Anderson and Dean Wilson's bike are, are the sickest looking bikes. That that thing looks like a stormtrooper space shuttle to me. It can't, is cool uh, looking.
1: I can't do it with the side panel. Can't do it.
6: See, that's 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 doing it for me. Like I love oh, the wow. side panel. I think okay. it looks so cool and at first I didn't like it and and, you know, um, uh, and getting back to Jason Anderson, I'm not positive, but I think we could maybe, we might be able to thank him for, for the existence of that bike because I'm not positive, but, um, I believe there was some sticking points in his contract negotiations that, you know, he, he was like, Hey, I don't want to be on a, a year model old bike racing against the KTM guys with yeah. their factory editions. And I think he might be the reason that we have a, a rockstar edition and a, and a, 450 ktm factory right. edition instead of a 250 450 ktm factory
1: yeah day. maybe well he had the factory edition bike last year just the ktm you know but but yeah he's got his own now you know his own little yeah husky deal yeah um all right so hey tomac is 80 from what i've been told he is racing uh he went riding it's not 100 percent can you win this weekend
6: yeah absolutely I think he can win um I, I it's hard I guess I say that very quickly i don't know the extent of his injury um but uh i think I think it's possible yeah because he's he's supremely skilled he was a great starter on uh Saturday night, which was really cool to see. I think he's one of the guys that have really turned around his start game in the last couple of years, so that's cool to see um but yeah I think he can win but um at the same same time like if the win ain't there, he can't he can't toss it away anymore right now. No. He has to be on the podium week in and week out and, and just he has to spray champagne every weekend now for a while. That's that should be the goal, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. You just gotta chip away, right? So um yeah. I talked to Dan about this and I asked him thoughts on Barsha. He qualified well, he won the heat, got third, as we know. But is he for real? Like, we've seen weird things happen at Anaheim 1. Now, I don't know if he's going to podium this weekend, but, I mean, is he for real like a top five or podium dude every week and, and, and maybe a race win here or there? Is Do you think that that's where he's going to be from here on out? Or are, in a month are we going to look at the Anaheim 1 podium and be like, oh, what happened? That was weird.
6: Um, I'm still out to lunch, I guess. You know, <laughs> it, it, you you and I both know that it's hard to – draw strong conclusions from anaheim so mm-hmm. i think we need to wait and see um but but uh, i do like what i'm seeing out of him you know and what i'm hearing from him in inter- people that have interactions with him it seems like he's gone through something um and has and has learned a lot about the industry about his place in it about how quickly you can be gone from it um uh, i think he's learned a lot you know everyone that i've talked to that had dealings with him like in the last kind of month or so there they say he's in a better mood he's more yeah. friendly he's more open to to um you know people talking to him or people giving him advice and yeah. uh i think he has a good bike this year too i mean uh, i was a huge huge um detractor of the old style yamaha uh, or i shouldn't say old style but 17 yeah. and prior yeah. and uh Kiefer luckily invited me out to do his shootout, and I got a chance to ride it. And they made huge strides with that bike. I mean, I think it's a very good bike, and I and I love to see that there's still some stock stuff on it. You know, they didn't yeah. go crazy. Make you know, still stock triple clamps and stock brakes and stock yeah. clutch and clutch and lever and everything. So. Um, that's smart. I think. I think um, so. I, I think it'd be cool because you know it, it's he's a personality in the sport, and he has a lot of fans, and he's exciting to watch, and we need that. We need more. We need more personalities in our sport. It's kind of be, become a bit mundane, and that's why I'm yep. so happy to see Roxon back. I mean, it, that's good for everybody that we have some more personalities. You know, we don't have the Stew and Stu and Ricky and Villo and dungie and and and. You know uh, Carmichael. You know all these different guys that were so polarizing. We need more. We need more guys like Barsha.
1: Yeah, I agree. It'll make it'll make things way more interesting. And uh, I also agree with you that we need to just wait a little bit. He was great though, but we need to wait. Um, yep. Nick, what's happening? Uh, what's going on? You're calling a fly race and Moto 60 show.
0: Hello. Yeah, Nick, what's up? Um, so I watched the GoPro video of McElrath, and on the start off that uh, metal grate. He actually went to the right of the rut. He didn't start in the rut, and he pulled a bike length on everybody on that start. I'm wondering if you or Dan, maybe with that get stuff, you got any data on how or why that would have worked so well. You know, someone
1: else, man, I just talked to someone. Oh, yeah, okay, so who did Baggett start next to? Paul, do you remember? I know I'm putting you on the spot uh, here. but I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Baggett, uh, I was talking to Baggett, uh, one of the guys on the team, and um, – Baggett's mechanic. All right, there. Fine. Um, and the guy next to Baggett did that also, and then he went right into Blake. And and the AMA. That's apparently that's not really allowed, Paul. Uh, you got to start. Not,
6: it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's not. And that's that's written in the rules. And I think you you bring up something that's gonna that's gonna there's gonna be some change happening down there. I think at least if if in, I was still a in the, the rules or the way they there.
0: start, you think there'll be change? Yeah. You have no, to.
6: No, no. You know. No. No. No, I, I, you just have to line up in the center of the gate. You can't line up on an angle okay. or anything like that. And now with the freedom that they have with these metal grates, there's not a rut to kind of channel them into these centers. They kind of can they can, they can get move, away with yeah. a little bit of wiggle room. So yeah. I think they're going to have to start painting some some stripes down the center of them and make sure that your wheels are within yeah. the paint or something. But because that's a yeah, that would. You know, yeah, because
0: would... it, it was it was obvious. I mean, that, it was way faster. And you, like I said, if you watch the GoPro, yeah. you can see right off the gate. He just, I mean, he's only inches out of the rut, but barely out of the rut, and, and the bike just goes. Yeah, no. The and like I
1: said, the 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 RMATV MCKTM team was not too pumped on whoever it was on one side of Baggett that also did that, and they they went into Bag Blake um, off the start. So. Yeah, it's interesting to see that. I also think – well, thanks for the call, uh, Nick. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. I also think, uh, Paul, that they're going to – you know, the, for Praxis, they've been dropping the gate and letting, letting everybody go because they don't got to worry about the, the behind-the-gate maintenance anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll stop at some point because I just see – I see hurt feelings and issues and, and, and all that between the guys, you know? Um
6: I, I agree. Unless, unless, the problem is, is you know, for instance, going to Houston this weekend, we're going to have some guys at Houston that didn't race Anaheim, and they 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 need to have a chance to yep. to practice that. So maybe we do see it all year, but yeah.
1: um, or maybe they just let one uh, side go know. before the other side or something. I don't know.
6: Yeah, something. I mean, we, did we still have the race for the first lap in practice how we usually do? And remember we talked about the guy, how he's really into it, and he, like, you know, gets, yeah, yeah. gets
1: those guys going. Oh, um, I, yeah, I don't know. That yeah. As much. yeah, that was kind of ridiculous, I thought. Like, just, it was. Yeah. It was. It was just asking for it. Some of these
6: it. guys are so crazy and adamant about being the first guy out there. I mean, yeah. McElrath is that guy. I, between his heat race and the main event in practice, he might have he might have led every single lappy road on Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really? Right. Um, so, so yeah, it's an interesting. Let's uh, let's ask around, uh, or you won't be in Houston, but I'm going to ask around in Houston and find out a little bit more about that starting position and, and if guys can do it. Because uh, Nick was right. Like it, it, starting on fresh dirt out of the gate. You know, level with the gate? That's big.
6: Level. Yeah, that's the big trend. To me, that's the big advantage is you're not dropping into a a rut that's, you know, four to six inches deep in front of the gate, and and your wheel tracks forward instead of getting a little bit of spin, and that's enough to get your handlebar in front of somebody.
1: Uh, Spock, talking more about 250s with Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper, I thought Savachi was very good in the heat and the main event. Uh, Not elite, not amazing, but he worked forward. He caught dudes in front of him slowly, but I thought he was very good.
6: Yeah, he was um that was kind of the Savachi I think that was more that's that was more of a twenty sixteen Savachi to me. Like 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 I've said before, twenty seventeen he made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes and um that was a great first Anaheim. He got it out of the way, he got solid points and um you know, he, he knows I think he know or he should know in his head, I know by watching him if he gets a whole shot he should be able to win. Um so he rode he rode good. That's good to see. So I, I, I think um Oh man, it's going to be exciting. I think this West is going to be uh, multiple different winners, and I think Hill is going to be looking to rebound. And um, yeah, uh, it's going
3: to be good. It's yeah, that's really the good.
1: story for me. Is is going into Houston is how Hill is going to do. If he just if he gets on the box, good, like great, um, yep. no problems, everything's good. If he wins, obviously that's awesome. Uh, he needs to get on the box this weekend and at least show that Anaheim one was a fluke. But hey, last year he didn't ride great at Anaheim one either, and he won the title going away. So. um if he has another bad race, though, I think eyebrows are going to be raised a little bit.
6: Yeah, I, I fully agree, and I mean, I, I obviously I think he knows he's been through it all. He knows what he has to do, and and uh, if we have a more difficult track, that's going to be um, e- easier for him to do it to do that. I think because he's he's uh, uh, just a phenomenal talent, and his skill yeah. on a on a supercross track is higher than most. I think so. If the track's difficult, you know, steeper jumps, bigger uh-huh. jumps. Um, I think he'll excel, so yeah, he needs to be on the podium this weekend, though. Otherwise, this thing is going to, in a nine-race series, it's going to slip away quick.
1: What do we know about Dean Wilson? You're a uh, FOD, friend of Dean. Where are we (laughs) at?
6: Um, So far, so good. Um, I think his... uh, his, um, his attendance at the race this weekend is in question still. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I couldn't tell you if he's going to race or if he's not going to race. I could tell you that he's doing everything in his power to race. Um, he has no major damage, so nothing torn, nothing broken, nothing. Uh, it's just a, uh, basically looks like his shoulder has been through a meat grinder is what the doctor told him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just has a really bad bruised shoulder. So, um, really awesome though that he got some, uh, good advice. He actually, I talked to him on the way to the doctor's office and he was sweating it. He was like, man, I just, this, this isn't fair. If I'm, if I got bad news, I feel I'm, I'm really worried. And, and, um, but yeah, I was stoked when he told me that, Hey, we're good. So, um, that's awesome. Uh, so I, I would say I'd look for him to maybe miss a racer or two max, and yep. then he'll be back and, and he'll be
1: ready to go. And also, to, uh Jake Weimer, uh, probably out this weekend, right? He'll be racing at Anaheim, too, though?
6: Yeah, I actually talked to Jake on my way into work again today. We usually always talk in the morning when we're both driving to wherever we're going. And, um uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's riding good. Um, the problem was is obviously his injury and then he got sick right when he got back on the bike. So he lost more time. He had a, you know, mm-hmm. everyone was, I'm still getting over it. You can probably hear it in my voice, but, um, everyone was sick out here. And, uh, so he's, uh, he feels good. He's ma- making a lot of changes to his diet and he's learned. He said he's learned quite a bit as far as nutrition and diet goes in the last, um, couple months that he says he wished he's, he's known for a long time. So that's kind of encouraging and he sounds excited about that. So, uh, um, but yeah, I would say probably Anaheim Two or Phoenix is still the plan for jake, and um but yeah he's he's getting ready, and now that you've already missed one, he's yeah. you know I think it's fine to miss a, one or two more and just show up ready
1: we uh We talked uh, Malcolm Stewart with Dan, where do you got him finishing what do you th- what do you think? Um,
6: I think he qualifies in the top ten. Uh, I think he transfers directly to the main event, probably with a top five in the heat race, I, with and shows flashes of speed and skill and and tremendous whoop speed. And um, but uh, and then the main event, uh, I don't know, probably probably anywhere from ten to fifteen range, I'd say. Um, just because you know it's got to be so hard to train and be fit when you don't know your future, don't know what you're doing. And I know he was trying to piece together a team or 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 set setup to yeah. to go race the Cowie, and that didn't that kind of went to the wayside. Um, so it's cool to see him getting a chance to uh, not have to worry about about all that and just show up. And um, I know he rode the bike on uh, what day is it today? He rode the bike Tuesday, I believe, and mm-hmm. he's riding today at Milestone, I believe. So. Um, He'll have some time. He races Suzuki all year, so he should adapt pretty quick. Um, But, yeah, let's say 10 to 15 for the first round. I think that would be fine.
1: Uh, Dan and I both think that this will be longer than a two-race thing with Bogle.
6: Yeah, I would say –
1: I don't see them doing it for just a couple of races. Hard
6: hard to say. Yeah, I I would say Bogle would probably be back around by Phoenix-ish. I, I I would guess um, well, that's, so. That's two JGR, rounds. Maybe. That's two rounds. Yeah. So I don't know, but maybe they just go three wide. What? You don't, you don't know. Really? I don't know. Oh. I I, I would I wouldn't rule it out. But are you
1: giving us a scoop?
6: No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not giving you a scoop. That's a total guess.
1: That's
6: a total guess. But if if Malcolm uh, performs, which yeah. I think he could, um, uh, and and Bogle's like I guess uh, injury is not fully. We don't know what's going on. I guess it could be worse than what maybe we're thinking. So who knows? Yeah, um, but I just yeah. I don't. I, don't I, know. I can tell you one guy that's going to be at more than a few races, and that's Barsha.
1: Yeah, yeah. His deal has been probably already extended for sure. <laughs> no, absolutely. Great job by him. Uh, all right, Paul. Thanks, man. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. You will be uh, watching Houston from the couch, and then uh, you'll be at Anaheim too. So thanks, man.
3: Yeah, Triple Crown at Anaheim too. I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah.
1: Me too. All me right. Too. Before we go, your winners. Your winners, please, for Houston. Uh, Jason
6: Anderson, and
1: Shane um, oh, uh, McElrath. All right, Tits, what do you got for Houston? Who you got?
2: I like the McElrath pick. I think he's going to get another good jump. Uh, I'm going to stick with Moose Can, actually. Okay, all yeah, right. So same same, same guys, Yeah, right. I'm
1: going right. Roxanne and Savachi. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, thanks, Paul. Appreciate the time, man. Okay. All See you right. boys. See ya. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. Thanks to Flyracing.com. Maxis Tires. Get Pro Taper All on board with us. Thank you, people. Each and every Thursday we will be here. 702-586-7857. Fly Racing Motor 60 Show. Yeah. Thanks, Tits. My pleasure. See you next week, everybody.